0: All right, now that we got the audio working, welcome to the Van Man Podcast, Hey Braden. Hey, <laughs> how you doing, dude? I'm doing good, Van Man. It's uh... <laughs> great. <laughs> it's good to have you on for a second time. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the, the
1: hidden episode, my the hidden please. episode.
0: It's like buried away in my Dropbox somewhere. <laughs> um, for everybody, uh, I have Braden Sampson here with me. Braden's one of my dear, close friends tender friends. <laughs> tender friends um we're heating we're sitting here naked obviously because as it's one does in a van like it is really hot i'm sorry um but luckily this will be you know shorter than the last episode we did <laughs> um for everybody who's not in on the joke that Braden and i are talking about we recorded like an hour-long episode and it was mostly focused around like religion and a little uh, bit around china too. yeah a little bit on china a little bit of history and stuff um and it was basically just too long, and the audio was kind of sucked. And, you know, so I ended up just not posting it. So.
1: He slapped me with the, it's not you, it's me. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It was a harsh breakup, but I was able to get him back for uh, round two for a second night stand. And uh, <laughs> we decided to kind of change topics. I think we will eventually, at some point, do a topic I, on religion. I would love to
1: talk more about religion. Just I because, have more thoughts even after
0: last time. Yeah, so. I think it'll be really interesting just because, well, I mean, like we talked about. In the hidden episode. Um, But one of the other topics that we didn't get to in that episode that I thought would be fun to talk about in this episode is just healthy living. Because in my life, Brayden has always been an excellent example as we look like into each uh, other's uh, eyes. You've always been a really good example of um, like healthy habits and healthy exercise and healthy um, being like healthy emotionally and mentally. Um, We've talked about that stuff for years as we've been friends. Um, and so I thought it would just be interesting to do kind of a podcast episode on that. Um, not that we know anything because we're straight idiots, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, the kind of, the teaser title I kind of gave him was think of the three most impactful tips for healthy living um so hopefully you have three things in mind and yeah. i figured I, I was thinking we could go back and forth like you do okay. one i do one yeah because i'm kind of curious to see if we overlap or repeat yeah overlap but also if we just took that quite like that statement in totally different directions yeah maybe because i think i, I don't know i just think it would be interesting so uh yeah i think that's that's everything i have in my notes for intro <laughs> so uh let's dive right in brayden all what do you want to go first
1: Sure. Yeah, I'll do my first one. So okay. for my first one, I was thinking that especially when it comes to exercise, because honestly, I, I'll be real. I am pretty good at being consistent and uh, regular with my exercise, and I've always had a pretty good fit and healthy lifestyle in that regard. When it comes to like diet, I'm pretty shit at it. Uh, so I'm just going to put that on the table right away. Um but yeah, I do try to have a good emotional and mental health balance as well. But my first thing that I came up with was um have it be fun, enjoyable, or passionate. Something that you are fun you find fun, enjoyable or passionate. So for me Oh, that's a you know, and that's not easy for everybody, like I'll I'll say it's very fortunate that I love running, for example. You know, that's like right. a classic one where people are like, oh, wow, you like running? Well, running sucks.
0: <laughs> well, but that's definitely one of the reasons that you've been able to stay healthy for so long. Is yeah. You were in high school, you run now. Yeah,
1: it's-, it's something that I've carried throughout my entire life, and I've just added on to that. You know, I, I do at-home workouts, and I enjoy them. Um, and I I've gotten into rock climbing more and more, especially if not partly no especially especially uh, due to you yeah Yeah. I've gotten really into indoor bouldering over the last year and gotten pretty decent at it Um, again because it's something I find enjoyable and actually as far as physical fitness goes I think because I've added that on to my regular regimen it's become more effective like I've noticed that my body is a lot more fit and healthy and well-rounded because I've added something enjoyable that I'm passionate about.
0: Yeah, and well, especially compared to the workouts that I've seen you do when we were roommates, it's just way more dynamic. Yeah. Like, you're putting yourself in really awkward situations mm -hmm. and in positions. It's not as one-dimensional. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then pulling as hard as you can.
1: When we were living together, it was like we, we were isolating, you know, kind of sheltering in place with our other roommate, and we didn't have a lot of contact. We weren't out and about like we normally would be, So I was doing a lot of push-ups, ab workouts, chin-ups...
0: Shadow boxing. Shadow
1: boxing. I, it was winter, so I was doing shadow boxing. and That doors. was
0: always my favorite, listening to you shadow boxing. Because I'd be working. <gasps> I'd be like, what is going on over there? Or and then I open or, my
1: door and I'm all covered in sweat.
0: Or the, yeah, really shirtless, covered in sweat. Or the, I would hear banging on the ground. And then I would peek into your room and you'd oh, be in clap like, push-ups. clap push-ups. <laughs> yeah, just, and you would just be pounding them yeah. out. Just, boom, boom, boom. Like, what the? (laughs) So it's very confusing.
1: (laughs) Um, One thing that, so I've done the whole, like, take a picture of your progress kind of a thing every now and then, like not very consistently, but occasionally. And I look back at pictures of how I looked um, then. And even though I was probably at my most consistent in exercising every day and even a couple times a day sometimes, I wasn't doing any of it I wasn't doing any of the things that I find fun, enjoyable, or that I'm passionate about. I like fitness, generally speaking, but I don't, like, get a lot of joy out of, you know, those regular at-home stuff, like I do running or climbing or trail running, hiking, things like that.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting because the at-home workouts, even though they weren't maybe quite as effective it's definitely what differentiates you from all of the other roommates i've had like i've had roommates that have done at home workouts Mm -hmm. but like you would consistently do 20 minute workouts at home like all the time yeah you know more so than anybody else i've ever met Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people actually one way that i've heard it uh described is um don't let the gym be where you work out like live an active life don't have a place to be active, and that's yeah. something I definitely struggle with. Like, I can't do at-home workouts, even mm. when I am in an apartment and not in a van, because it, it's just like, that's not the place you work out. Like, I don't yeah. think of getting sweaty on carpet. Like, I just, I hate <laughs> that concept, yeah. that idea, you know? So I've always struggled with that.
1: I mean, you can go take a shower immediately after. It's like, well, right around the corner. Yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Get out of here.
0: No, but, um, yeah, so enjoy. That's so funny, because I totally agree with that, that maybe something i would swap out for something on my list but mm-hmm. it's not something i thought of when i
1: okay cool i'm excited to like you the these ones down. i want to swap out into my list for um
0: much. the first one that i had written down um and again this is most impactful tips for healthy living so i wasn't thinking necessarily like athleticism mm-hmm. um the first thing i thought of actually was meditation mm-hmm. because um the times that i felt like i was the most healthy i was also the most aware of myself. Uh, yeah. And I knew like how, if I was pushing myself too hard mm-hmm. or I knew if I had an injury pending, you know, that I needed to ease up a little bit on climbing or, yeah. um, even, I mean, climbing is a great, great example just because it is very, um, thoughtful, mm-hmm. you know, it is very like focused and there is a lot of, uh, thinking that you just have to do while you climb to make sure you're executing properly. Yeah. Um, and so I've just, realize like breathing and just making sure that I'm calm while I'm climbing definitely helps. Yeah. Um, and being able to meditate is just a huge, it's just practicing. Like mm-hmm. meditation is literally just exercise for your mind so that when you need to perform, you've, you've already put in all those hours. You yeah. Know, it's like, it's like doing your daily run for your 5k is equivalent to doing 15 minutes of meditation for that, you know, 30 seconds of performance that mm-hmm. you need later on. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been, like, super into meditation? I've never I, s- no, caught you I, I really
1: enjoy meditation. I have never done it consistently, which is a shame because I really, like I said, I really do enjoy it. And I feel the benefits almost immediately
0: when I do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and to be fair, my daily practice of meditation is complete shit. It's <laughs> garbage. Like, I'm lucky if I'm standing in line and I just can remember to, like, breathe and be in the moment and not get... Um, Anxious and nervous about being in line and having to rush out of there and and Mm. just instead just being able to breathe and focus and Just allow myself to be in the space that I'm in and be present Yeah Um, And that's you know if I can do that once or twice a day I call that pretty solid meditation wise, you know I'm I'm never really sitting down in the van and sitting for 15 minutes at a time trying Uh to meditate or breathe I do however take cold showers I start Ooh, that's really also hot, something I would like I to go do. cold, and I, I've gotten to the point where I can go cold and I can just sit there uh-huh. I, like for a long time. And I rotate to keep it nice and cold on all sides, uh-huh. you know? And I, I've gotten to a point where, like, if you don't breathe, like, really well when you're in cold water, especially if you're, like, doing, like, a dunk bath or if you're in a lake or something, mm-hmm. you can pass out. Yeah. Like, that happens to people. People can drown from really cold exposure like Is it that, because like, they instant. go into shock yeah they they're uh Everything tenses up. they hyperventilate essentially oh, okay yeah because you're just freaking out they're, so you they're just, freaking out they yeah. stop breathing mm-hmm. and so i've even gotten a little bit lightheaded in the shower when i'm like really really hot water mm. and then i just flip it cold and i just have to focus on breathing that way i don't like start getting dizzy yeah you know but um yeah meditation was my first one right on mm
1: you're
0: going to have to add that. <laughs> yeah, add that, add that to your practice, man. I'm telling you. If you want to be a climber like me, you got <laughs> to focus on breathing, man. Well, and that's it's it's a it's a very underrated best practice. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, any single study you see on meditation, it's always an improvement. It helps creativity, it helps your thought process, it helps just literally everything. And I nobody think,
1: does it. I think it's a bummer because I don't know, maybe maybe this is just what I've observed in media, but it seems like it's very stigmatized. Like it comes across through right. media as like, oh, this is what some rich full of themselves uh what's the dude from Thirty Seconds to Mars?
0: I have no idea. Oh, are man. you saying it's like
1: it, it's like it's like something that people who are full of themselves or like um have have the free time. It seems like a luxury that like not everyone has. And I wonder if that's what discourages a lot of
0: people from it. Isn't that so weird? That it's like it's literally the one thing that everyone can it's do no matter what. You just yeah. sit
1: there with your time and your thoughts. Um and and I'm I'm saying that more as like that's how it's portrayed. I don't think right. that that's what everybody thinks about it. In fact I am certain that most people probably don't think about it that way. But I think right. that media depicts it that way. Yeah. Rather than being something normal that people can and should just do.
0: Yeah. They they definitely depict it as it's uh you have to be a certain kind of person yes, to meditate. That's it. It's, it's not yeah, for everyone. It's not for
1: everyone. It
0: You yeah. have to want to be a monk, basically, if yeah. you want to meditate, you have to for want to be
1: like really spiritual and and open right. or have a lot of free time.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, and not to go too long on meditation alone, but mm-hmm. I think uh, one thing that people try too hard to do, or or they think that meditation is all about, is clearing your mind. I can't yeah. have a single thought. It's like no, like meditation is just about like al- allowing yourself to feel and allowing mm-hmm. yourself to to think in your own space. And if a thought comes in, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong because you're thinking all of a sudden. It's your just acknowledging thoughts and not judging yourself for them. Yeah. You know, like I've had meditations where, um, you know, I did that, that meditation, that silent retreat like months ago. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And I remember very clearly the first 24 hours of that three day retreat, I hated it. Mm -hmm. And I almost left. Like I legitimately thought about leaving probably 15 times in the first 12 hours Mm -hmm. because every single thought that I had sitting down for the first three meditations was just, dark Mm. like i wanted to kill people i did not want to be there i hated everyone in the room like everything Uh was just bad and as soon as i just kind of like relaxed a little bit (laughs) and just realized like why am i feeling this way Uh why am i thinking these thoughts don't judge myself for thinking the bad thoughts because it's it's just thoughts like everybody has thoughts and the thoughts don't hurt me right yeah i'm Choosing to let them hurt me, right? So as soon as I I sat back and thought, okay, why am I thinking thinking these things? What am I feeling that's causing me to think these things? And then I just realized I was just stressed, stressed and anxious, and I was it was a silent retreat. So I wanted to talk, and so as soon as Mm -hmm. I realized that it was those things that was causing me to feel stressed, and then the stress was manifesting itself through these just dark thoughts. Yeah, everything else was just. After that, it was just wonderful. Uh Every meditation after that was perfect, and it was incredible. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) A lot on meditation. I I, could go on. (laughs) (laughs) Soapbox on meditation. Okay, what's your number two?
1: My number two is to set a goal, and I'll elaborate on this a little bit. Set a goal um, that you can obtain and acknowledge what you can. Or set a goal that you can control And acknowledge what you can't control So this can be Both in the physical domain or the mental um, I'll start with the mental So I think that Something that's been the greatest Boon to my mental health Has been The Willingness to accept What I can and can't control mm-hmm. um, I I and again, like a lot of the things that I'm talking about, um, I, I feel very fortunate just that I have the mindset or maybe even the personality that I have. Like I have a love and a passion for running, um, and other things that keep me physically fit. Um, and I, I guess I have built this, I've established this mindset of understanding what I can and can't control. Um, and I wasn't like born with it. I definitely had to work for it, but It's been a huge aid in my life. And honestly, the most stressful things or the hardest things for me mentally and emotionally are the things that I can't control.
0: Okay. So can you give me an example of a goal that you would set?
1: Yes. So a goal that I would set, let's say I am, I'll I'll give you an example of this year's goal. Uh, I didn't know what kind of race I wanted to do because I like to do one race a year if I can, at least. I know that sounds short, but I find it a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Confining to set myself up to do multiple races because there are other things I like to do throughout the year. I like to camp and hike. I like to rock climb. So if I'm just doing running, just doing racing that I don't feel fulfilled, Um, so this year I wanted to do a Spartan race and for people who don't know what a Spartan race is, I'm selecting to do the 10 K and it's got like 25 obstacles in it. So it's everything from like intense monkey bars, jumping through like a mud pit, um, carrying a sandbag over your shoulder, um, care, like flipping a 400 pound tire. It's
0: like an adult obstacle course. Yeah. Like (laughs) a
1: really intense adult obstacle course. It really draws out the, uh, the crossfit crowd and you and i have talked extensively about the crossfit people um but i set that goal knowing that it was something that i could do but it would be very challenging for me and i kind of molded over i was like i have a good foundation of fitness and endurance can i do this yes i think i can do it it's going to be hard as hell but i think i can do it And knowing that I've got that goal and that objective makes me feel better and more accomplished about who I am as a person, um, including but also separate from my physical
0: fitness. Okay, so um, is it – it sounded like part of the criteria for setting a goal is have it something – well, have it something that you know you can obtain. Yeah. But I think a Spartan race is something you could probably just – do right now like is it something that you even really have to work for or train for or, I, like what's I, how I easy do is too think, easy?
1: so so part of my goal whenever i go into a race or a competition of this kind it's not just can i do it um that's that's usually like one of the main goals like i want right. to finish it but most of the time i know i can finish it hell i could walk a marathon you know right. I've, I've run a couple marathons but every race i go into including marathons including the spartan I, I want to try to find a way that I can push myself. So in this one, I want to see it. It's going to be a long shot. But I think I can push and train myself to try to qualify for one of the elite races that they do on um, mm-hmm. the same course every year. And that's where you can compete for money and, you know, kind of make some substantial success out of it. But that's my okay. goal. Like, for, for some people, maybe it's just to complete it. Or for other people, maybe it's... um. I just want to get in shape, and even if I don't complete it, hell, I participated in a really difficult race. Um, Right. Yeah.
0: So set goals.
1: Set goals and be aware while setting those goals what you can and cannot control. So, like, back to the meditation thing, like, you can control meditating for 10 minutes a day. You know, that might be Mm -hmm. difficult to form a habit out of, but you have that control. What if you forget a day? Is that going to ruin your day? Is that going to end you? Is that going to make you spiral? It's already happened, so try to accept what's already happened as something that you no longer can control and set a goal that you can control for the future. Because what's happened, it's way easier said than done, but you cannot control what has already happened, and trying to do so or fretting or stressing or worrying about it is fruitless, and it only causes grief and pain. Right. And it needs to be let go.
0: Yeah. So set the goal and then reassess it. Mm -hmm. Like constantly look to it. Use it as a kind of guiding star, so to speak. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I like that. And I think it leads pretty well into my my second spot as well, Mm -hmm. um, which is track your activity. Mm. And that doesn't have to be – I said activity because originally I was going to write track how much you eat. Yeah. (laughs) Because everybody's just crap at like, no matter how good you are at tracking calories in your mind, you're not. No. You're just When, when it's something you're doing
1: multiple <laughs> times a day is consuming food, that's... Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're just not going to be as good at it. But then I changed that to activity because I've... The times that I've also been just really successful at climbing or really successful in, like, any other fitness area, it's always mm. been... I've been writing things down. And it, it ties to being healthy emotionally and mentally as well. It's like journal. Yeah. Like, writing things down, doodling in a notebook, like, that... Just tracking your thoughts, tracking um, the weights that you're doing, like all of that I think is just super helpful because it, and the way it ties in is it's a good way to see how close you're actually getting to your goal without estimating. Yeah, People in general, I, I maybe not all people, but myself, I'm just shit at estimating. I yeah. can't do it. Like I can't remember how much uh, weight I bicep curled last week. And I can't remember how many dips I did last week. Like, yeah. so how the hell am I supposed to know if I'm improving or not? Like, especially, I don't know. It's just so hard to, to calculate all those things. And especially when you're trying to train for something really hardcore, if you want to take something very seriously, there might be multiple different areas in your life that you're trying to calculate and trying to keep track of. You might be trying to uh, drink more water, uh, sleep more, eat healthier, healthier, and exercise more. And all of those things combined, like, that's just a lot.
1: So how do you start it, though? How do you, like, start, like, okay, I'm going to at least track, like, this week I did this. Next week I want to do this. How, how do you start that
0: habit? Because that,
1: that's hard for me. It's like I don't like things, so I don't want to have more notes and more clutter Oh, you know. interesting! Yeah, yeah and,
0: and you can totally track it on your phone if you want. Mm-hmm. That helps. I like to, to actually carry a notebook around with me, like yeah. when I'm at the gym. Um, I mean, that, that's something you gotta, I guess, kind of deal with. At some yeah. point, you gotta have something to track it. See, with. that's
1: that's the the minimalist that <laughs> within me that has contributed to my to my overall health. That sometimes is at odds with other elements of my healthy existence. Yeah, you know, my my minimalism is holding me back from exploring certain aspects of my life that maybe should be explored or added oh, upon. Yeah.
0: Know? Oh yeah, and for everybody else listening, Brady and I have talked about minimalism <laughs> quite extensively yeah. because I live in a van and he just doesn't like stuff. I everything I own <laughs> fits in my vehicle. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 His and when he says that, he means he can stick all of his stuff that's currently in his apartment into his car. Well,
1: excluding the furniture, but I will probably sell the furniture. That's, yeah, well that's um, that's fair. It was just a couple cheap pieces of furniture that I bought when I moved into the uh, apartment. But when I moved into this apartment, I I'm not joking or exaggerating, everything I own was fit into that car in one trip. I didn't opt to put my mattress on top of my car. I just had somebody help me out their truck, but if I needed to, I could do that.
0: Hey, I'm just saying if you're not that special. I can do that too. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard you don't have
1: a storage I thought you had like some storage
0: I totally have things at like my parents okay, house. Don't you know, I have, I've got like three or four bins just like scattered <laughs> don't, around don't in be little places. and patronizing yeah. <laughs> fan uh, man okay back back to it um, you asked me the question uh, like where do you start and that actually mm-hmm. leads into my third point okay then go ahead and do your third three point three most then. impactful tips yeah uh, my third point is do literally anything that's what I wrote down just do literally anything just, just act yeah. yeah I mean i have it's like the oh what do they call it what's that phrase uh analysis paralysis or paralysis by analysis Uh uh-huh it's just the overthinking yeah here's here's the the trap that i catch myself in basically every time i start going to the gym again and try to start being consistent it's i think about workout splits I think it's a really interesting topic, but then I get in my head about, okay, uh, I want to do uh, back and biceps this day, and I know that to get, like, maximum uh, maximum muscle build or whatever, maximum, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dang it. Uh, gains? Gains, yeah, I guess. Uh, growth? Growth, yeah. Just just to, to maximize growth, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I want to do back and biceps again within two days, mm. and then I want to do legs often enough and I want to do different exercises often enough. And so I end up like working myself into this little fit where all of a sudden by the end of it, I'm working out like twice a day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's how I'm planning it all out, which obviously just isn't sustainable. Like that's just not yeah, a lifestyle it, I can because it do. cuts
1: out other aspects of your life.
0: Right. And yeah. so then I end up not doing anything because I haven't figured out the perfect workout split, which is the dumbest reason not to go to the gym. <laughs> and so instead of just adopted this mentality of, I don't really care if today's back and bicep day or leg day or chest day or climbing day running day whatever if i want to run i'm just gonna go run yeah like who gives a shit if i want to climb i'm gonna go climb if i want to do dips today and i did dips yesterday i like dips i'm gonna do dips again you know it's like just do whatever it is that you want to do
1: and i think that helps bridge or or i i think that it closes one off from the venture of it being purely superficial does that make sense because like in my life there have been times where i'm like okay i really want to be like rigorous on this because i want to look really good and then i realize, oh "Oh, i'm not doing this for me at all anymore if i'm if that's my motivation so like i and we you and i kind of talked about this very briefly last time we spoke and recorded but like we are both handsome healthy fit men but we're not like you know chris Hemsworth. Uh, Olympian bod or even just like general gym bro bod we're healthy attractive men with healthy bodies because we do it in a way where we do and we enjoy it and like you said it's like making that decision between just doing it because you feel like you need to versus I want to I want to be fit I want to be happy I want to do something I enjoy that makes me feel healthy
0: right yeah. It's the. It's very much the enjoy the process, not the destination. Yeah. Like, I
1: enjoy the rest of my life as much as I enjoy exercise, fitness, other healthy habits, right. and I don't want the other aspects of my life to be overshadowed or pushed aside right. because of
0: my healthy habits. Yeah, you miss it. Yeah, you know, when I don't go climbing, I miss it. I mm-hmm. want to go climbing. Yeah, I want to do those things. I love when doing I'm points, when I'm you know? when
1: I'm doing too much exercise and missing out on social interactions or other hobbies or interests that I have. I miss those. So yeah, I I am very comfortable at like my body type and my level of fitness because it's balanced with the other things that I love and am passionate about.
0: Yeah, and if that ends up being bowling. Let it be bowling. Then strike. (laughs) (laughs) Then strike. No, I mean, I say that facetiously, but like, really, I mean, it it doesn't, it really, really doesn't matter what it is that you want to do as long as it's active. Yeah. As long as you have to move around to do it, just do it and then just try to do it often. Try to let yourself do it often, you know? Walking.
1: Hell, I I felt so mentally well whenever I walked at night in the winter with you. Mamma oh. mia, that was beautiful. Yeah, we had some romantic but, walks. But now we still go on walks together every now and then just to talk and also to walk. And I love it. It feels really good. It's very good for my mental health. I hope it's good for yours as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. Walking's yeah. a game changer. I started, oh, yeah. we, I mean, we started doing it when we're together. the, yeah. Oh, was yeah, you the were doing that hard. Yeah, 75 Yeah, hard. and so I was walking like once or twice a day at least, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do it alone and you came with and then... Ever since then, we still just go on walks, and I yeah. go on walks all the time on my own, too. And it's Yeah, I like to go on walks on my own, That's, too. like, the easiest, healthiest thing you, you could do. You want to know something do. weird
1: mm-hmm. that I've become very into that I love? What? I go out in a pathway or a trailer or whatever where I'm not going to be obstructed by people or objects. It's kind mm-hmm. of a straight line. I close my eyes and see how long I can walk in a straight line.
0: Oh, I totally with my eyes do closed.
1: that. I love it. It feels like meditation for me, and I yeah. really... Feel good after doing. Thank
0: it. God, I'm not alone. <laughs> Remember um, when we were living together in Pleasant Grove? There was that uh, little roundabout or the, the uh-huh. yeah, yeah, kind of cul-de-sac that was uh-huh. under construction. Yeah. I would do that all the time. You close eyes would, in that I area. I would close my eyes because yeah, I mean, there's construction, yeah, there's nothing, zone, so there's... nobody's going to yeah, drive. Nobody's down that there, street. especially not at night, right? And so I would just close my eyes and I would see how like how much of the circle I could walk. Mm, and I that's would, cool. I mean, basically you're turning and guessing. Yeah. And then hoping you don't step on something. But uh-huh. yeah, I mean, it's just meditate. Yeah, it, it it's is. Nice. It I do is that meditative. multiple times. It, it's great. Yeah. Oh, thank God I'm not alone. I hope. <laughs> I hope. W- w- the two dudes, shirtless in a van, <laughs> talking about how they close their eyes on their watch. Stop teasing. Great. Them. <laughs> great. Stop teasing. Okay, uh, we've got a l- little bit more time. What's your last uh, So my last, last
1: one? one is very supportive of your last one because oh, it's don't make excuses and please. Nobody kill me for sounding like a self-help book, but, um, that one I feel very strongly about because if I say, okay, I'll give an example. Um, two years ago, it was like a year, I think, I think a year before you and I started living together. Um, I set a goal to only have soda, specifically sugar soda, but just soda in general, like twice a week. Yeah. And... That was really hard for me at first because I love soda. I love Sodi Pop. you know. I love Mountain Dew and all of that. But um, I was I was thinking, you know, this is horrible for my health. Sugar is just in no way good for you. It's not good for you mentally. It's not good for you physically. It's bad for your teeth. And I'm genetically inclined to have cavities more easily. So all these reasons I thought, okay, I do not want to drink this much soda. And it was so easy to find an excuse to break that rule. Like I'm at a weekend get together or I'm like really tired and I need like some caffeine or something. It's really easy to just be like, okay, I'll just have this, even though I've already like had two or three cans or bottles or whatever.
0: Um, make sure to talk into the mic. Sorry. Am I, am I drifting? For everybody who doesn't
1: know me or my habits, I do this thing where as I'm finishing a train of thought, I look away and I kind of drift with my head and then I come back and make eye contact again.
0: And then you drift away. And and then I drift away again. I was totally doing that just now.
1: So yeah, i I think it's you, really important. Wait, real
0: quick, side note: Were you aware of that before Essen pointed it out? Oh, I've been aware of
1: it for a long time. Okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. No, Essen, <laughs> Essen loves teasing me and calling me out for it. Um, she recently pointed out that I do it when I'm on like video calls too, which adorable, was, was adorable and funny. Um, anyway, don't make excuses. Another like to, I'll use today as an example. I came straight here from work. I'm going straight to another thing after this, and then at ten thirty p.m. tonight i really need to run for an hour i will not have time to get my running in that i need to do this week until like maybe monday night at the soonest so i and right now it's a thursday i really need to run at least an hour tonight not making excuses doesn't matter if i get home late and i go to bed late i need to do that so wow good, and maybe some people might value the, the extra sleep over that i'm i'm okay exercising late at night i can still get to sleep pretty easily after exercising but that i just can't miss all that running for this week it's crucial right. this close to to the thing that i'm training for that i need to when do. is it what are, is it's in spartan? early july it's like july 10th
0: is it the spartan mm-hmm. i'll yep. be in town for the 10th that's exciting
1: uh yeah i we'll still be here right yeah Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You could come up. Tomorrow. No
0: idea when I'm gonna post this. I might post this in <laughs> August, for all we know. But yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, just because I feel like this is, that, and that's one of the reasons I wanted this to be, uh, you know, like three tips kind of thing, three mm-hmm. impactful things, because I think uh, w- one of the things with the podcast, this is totally off topic. Uh, one of the things with the podcast is I just want to stick to being able to post somewhat, somewhat frequently, but with traveling and stuff, and with yeah. the like, trip coming up, it's like I really, I really might not be able to record that many episodes when i'm traveling yeah. around and so i'm trying to get this one to like, just like just it build them there. up yeah, and just, save them up yeah i don't want to do that too much because I, it's more fun to do it when it's like recent yeah you know, i want to be able to record yeah. this and post it tomorrow but
1: more topical maybe right
0: yeah but this one's like yeah this you one we can, can post, post this whenever I want. Yeah. yeah because it's always going to stay the same it, it nothing's really going to change about our three tips i mean w- we might switch them out but we're still always going to agree with these yeah these concepts yeah, yeah. um Yeah, and and to reframe from what I said earlier, like, I am not always healthy. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I say all these things. I am not a gym rat. I don't exercise every day. I don't, like, sometimes I don't exercise for weeks, but it's always something that I think about. There's always some, um, I guess level of control that I have if I'm mm. not able to go to the gym, I do other things. If I can't eat healthy if I'm eating out with friends a lot, then I try to do I try to have other areas in my life that are healthy. And I yeah. feel like that just that yin-yang balance just helps me rebound a little bit faster where yeah. if I'm really out of shape, at least my mental health is pretty sound because I've been focusing on that instead. And then when I want to start working out, I it's it's easier because I'm already mentally healthy yeah you know because I already have something that's in control you know um, but yeah yeah I think that uh pretty much sums up you probably have to go in late, yeah any last thoughts for the fans um, any shout outs hi mom <laughs> hi mom um,
1: one last thing I wanted to say in response to what you were just saying is that um, in addition to that ebb and flow the balance um, the fact that we're not always healthy I think it's really interesting how easily we compare ourselves to one another, not you and me specifically, but also you and me, Mm -hmm. because when we were living together, I felt like I was at my least healthy that I've been in a while. Even though you were observing me exercising very rigorously all the time, I was eating like shit, probably the worst I've ever eaten in my life while we were living together. I hit some of my lowest points because, you know, it was like we were isolating a lot. We didn't see a lot of people. It was the pandemic. Um, and I was just really hard on myself at the time. I, I hit some mental lows. And I, I think it's interesting that you, like, looked up to my habits at the time because I really looked up to you doing 75 and hard. I was like, that's a level of commitment that I really admire and I think is really cool. Oh. So I want to give a shout out to everybody who is inclined to compare themselves to other people, which I am certain is everybody. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> just do your take thing. It, take
1: it from a runner who competes against himself for himself. Compete against yourself, not against other people.
0: A freaking man. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. <laughs> All right, thanks, dude. I'll let you go. Thanks so much. Love you, Sam. Bye, everyone. I hope this Bye, was everybody. helpful.